one half down, one half to go. It's time for the second half of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling broadcast booth and join Mark Lyons along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, back at the Davis Wade Stadium here in Starkville. Scott Field is the venue here. Greg Rubel and Mark upstairs. Nate Mickle down on the field. Uh, Mark, what is BYU's chance to stay in and win this game? What must they do that you saw a little bit and would like to see more of yeah. in the first half or something different? Well, they have to force Mississippi State to throw the football because he's erratic enough that you have opportunities for interceptions. And uh, so if they could get him in the situation where he has to be throwing the ball, and, and I really think they're going to pound it this whole second half. But I think that there were enough times that uh, Isaiah Kafusi was awful close to getting in front of a ball. There were a couple times that you have that chance. You are going to have to take a chance in the secondary right now to try and make those picks and stop those drives. Because uh, Taki Taki's got six tackles, and Butch Powell's got six tackles, and Troy Warner's got five. But uh, those guys are doing an okay job, but not enough. you got to force them to throw that's the first thing. And then secondly, offensively, you got to let them go. you got to cut them loose. There's only one shot, and that's to throw the football and let Tanner Mangum do his thing. He threw it 13 times, completed 10 of them, but, but the yardage isn't there, only 98 yards. If you're not going to use Tolu Tau, and you're not going to use Squally, and you're not going to use Riley, and you're already playing a defensive lineman in the backfield, you've got to be able to throw it. it it's desperation. It's a, what have you got to lose but another game at this point. you got to let it. You just have to let it let it go. you got to go out and play the game. And so uh, I am interested to see if they'll let him throw the ball downfield. I do think that Mississippi State, because of the situation, 21-3, to they're going to play a lot of zone cover, and you have an opportunity to find some weaknesses in that zone. All right, we're approaching the second half kickoff, and we are underway. Andrew Mickelson boots away, and it'll go through the end zone for a touchback. The Bulldogs out to their own 25-yard line to begin half number two here in Starkville. 21-3, MSU leading BYU. And again, BYU's yards per play number is not a killer. They're at five yards per play. MSU is doing much better at 6.7, but the fact you've only got 24 plays is the problem. Yeah. And MSU will probably get to 50 on the game here in their first drive of half number two. Nick Fitzgerald brings the offense back out on the field. For the first play of the third quarter, Eris Williams will be the tailback. Williams in half number one, ran at 10 times, 53 yards. Fitzgerald ran at 10 times, 72 yards. Four rushers ran for an average of 6.5 yards per carry. BYU's yards per carry, 2.1. That won't get it done. And the handoff to Williams, and he's got four yards off tackle right on first down and 10. Yeah, that, that their, their run offense is so interesting to me because they let those linemen get off and drive and block, and then they shield their butts around so that there's an opening for that back to get through, and he just waits for a count and then accelerates through that opening. Taki Taki and Jones combined on the stop for BYU. We've got second down and six at the MSU 29 with Fitzgerald shotgun. Double receiver stack to the right. Two wides left. Williams, first down run. Starting toward the right, cutting it back up toward the middle of the field. And on second down and six, it's a run of eight as the Bulldogs approach 200 yards rushing on the day. Well, we're going to see a steady diet, I, I think, anyway, that they're just going to try and run and run, get this game over with. Just tweeted this out, and this is a streak that may come to an end today. I'll tell you about that in a moment here, Mark. It's a years-long streak. Eris Williams has the lone setback in pistol this time. 
Fitzgerald holds it out there for Williams. This time, nothing due and no gain on the play on first and 10 from the 37. BYU's gone 93 games without allowing a 300-yard rushing game to any team. It was Air Force back in the Mountain West days, years and years ago. And uh, the Bulldogs, if they continue to pound it successfully as they've done, may hit that plateau here this afternoon. All right, between the hashes, the ball placed. Shotgun snap is coming the way of Nick Fitzgerald. He's got trips to his right, a tight end left, and a snap to Nick, who looks left, shuffles to his left, throws flat left, complete to Eris Williams. 40-45, stays on his feet, midfield, 45, stumbling inside BYU territory to the 44-yard line. First and 10, Mississippi State. And they've now doubled BYU up, or will on the next snap, have doubled BYU up in plays today. 50, well, they're already at 48-24, to 24, now 49-24. It'll be a 50th play to BYU's 24 on this next snap. Kylan Hill is the tailback left hip of Nick Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald hands off to Hill. Hill. Running middle and running hard. Look at that pile move. It's a 12-yard run on first down and 10. And Mark, it's an embarrassment of riches for MSU. It's Eris Williams. It's Kylan Hill. It's Nick Gibson. It's Nick Fitzgerald. Four guys who are all running it for big gains. And BYU just does not have a ground game yeah. today. And and the, and right now, BYU's grabbing instead of tackling. They're just holding and trying to hold on. Hit the guy. Fitzgerald and gun. Twins to the right, single wide left, a fake to the right on a run by Fitzgerald, and he hands on the counter left, the handoff to Kylan Hill, and Hill on first down and 10 has a two, three-yard gain to the left. Fitzgerald started to his right, handed off to the back one the other way, and a short gain is the result. Checking in another running back, Dontavian Lee, he then leaves the game before he can get into it. So they bring him back to the sideline. They'll keep Hill in there to the right hip of Fitzgerald. Second down nine, so they gave him just a yard on that last run. Ball at the BYU 32, 12-17 to go in the third. Bulldogs 21 and BYU 3 here at Davis-Wade Stadium in Starkville, Mississippi. On a gorgeous Saturday as clouds puff around the sky. Fitzgerald on a three-step. Right, middle, left, deep, end zone open. Man, touchdown. Wow. Jamal Couch got beyond Troy Warner. Once he got that second or third step, was this, can you put the ball where it needs to go? The answer is yes. Nick Fitzgerald drops it in the arms of Jamal Couch, and the Bulldogs extend their lead just that easily. Three-minute drive, 75 yards, 27-3 with the PAT pending, and BYU is in desperation mode now. Down multiple scores here in Starkville. Warner was in good shape until about the 10-yard line, and then all of a sudden there was big separation as that receiver saw where the ball was going, and he had to accelerate to catch it. PAT from Christman is up and good, and Nick Fitzgerald is now accounted for 60 total touchdowns in his MSU career between rushing and passing. Two touchdown passes, two touchdown runs today. That's a 32-yard pass from Fitzgerald to Couch, capping that 75-yard drive. Six plays in exactly three minutes off the clock, and just like that, 28-3. to three. Yeah, that's a killer. MSU leading BYU and now currently covering the spread, as it were. <laughs> well, the back-to-back drives, the end the half where you just had to get yep. them off the field, and then to come out uh, just, I don't know, I can't say casual, but certainly Mississippi State was more aggressive in the way that they got their offensive line to knock people off the ball. BYU's down six minutes in possession time. Already minus 10 yards in average starting field position. The yardage is almost 4-1 to one the other way. Bad to worse today, I'm afraid to say. And with a lot of time left to play. Let's see what BYU can do here. Again, if nothing else, 
It's caution to the wind. It's throw what you, it's, it's, it's throw what you got at him and, yeah. and let her rip. Yeah, you got to play the game right and now. Certainly, the way the game started, BYU was not in let her rip mode. They were running on third and nine, third and eleven, very safely, just trying to hang in the game, and they're not there anymore. So it's time to change the game plan from the goal line. A bobble by Shelton, but a catch. Five, middle. ten, fifteen, and middle to the eighteen-yard line. So BYU first down and ten, trailing at twenty-eight to three, three hundred seventy-seven yards to 121 for BYU, so a more than 3-1 to one margin in yardage. And certainly a more than 3-1 to one yardage, or margin in points at 28-3. to three. Now the trade dies injured. We're getting a, a steady dose of uh, Micah Simon at kick return. I like Micah back there. I think he has a chance to make some plays, make guys miss. We'll see if he can do that throughout today in the season. Michael Shelton. Michael That's Shelton, excuse Nate me. Nate in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten, who keeps us in business. Mangum with El Bakri in with Tolu Tautwin pistol, so Ula's back in. He's in to block as pressure collapses around Mangum, moving to his left, looking downfield, throwing while on the run, and just uh, throwing it away at the feet of Butch pa- uh, Neil Pau. It is second down and ten, and Mangum took a hit there. That's the first time you've seen him really kind of get up slowly and wince. We didn't see Critchlow in the first half, and my guess is if this game continues this way, we're going to see Critchlow just to get reps and get some play under his belt here in the second half. But Mangum's in for now. And that time took a pretty good pop. And on that tender ankle, got up a little bit slowly to see how he bounces well, back here. Once he scrambles out of there, the receivers have to give him a target. They have to get out in a position where he's available. Tolu Tau'u is the tail in pistol. A pivot handoff to Ula. Ula runs off tackle right on second down and 10 and got five. It'll be third down and five for BYU. First possession for the Cougs here in half number two. Runs a little harder that time, too. Ula Tolutau has been BYU's brightest spot, uh, brightest element in the run game this year, but his ball security issues are an issue now as he leaves the game, and in is Braden L. Bakri. So Squally Canada has fallen out of favor in the backfield. And this is a passing situation, mind you, anyway, you'd think, at third and five, but haven't seen Squally at all today. Trips left. On third down and five from the BYU 23. Shotgun snap to Tanner Mangum. El Bakri blocks as Tanner throws complete to Simon. Makes a turn with the ball at the marker and has a first down on the 34-yard line. 11-yard gain. On third down and five, they convert it. Mangum to Simon. And Micah Simon is BYU's leading third down getter this year. He leads in third down conversions. Great route. They have trips out there, and the two outside receivers run hard downfield. The defense has to be concerned about them going deep. Micah Simon then just curls at that about 12-yard line. He turns around. The ball's thrown immediately on time. Right to Micah Simon. Catch. Makes the first guy miss. Big play. Now it's shotgun split backs. One of the backs is Austin Kofensis with Braden Elbakri. Will there be some trickery involved here? It's shotgun to Tanner Mangum. Mangum will simply drop in the pocket, flush yeah. to his right, and threw at the feet well, of the intended receiver. And then after the play, Kofensis was hit in the back once the ball was passed. And it'll be personal foul against MSU as Kofensis checks out. So his inclusion results in a positive for BYU and <laughs> that they moved the chains on a personal foul. He couldn't get out. He was trying to get outside, and the outside rusher wouldn't let him go. That's the first thing. And so as he turns around... He's not in position to catch the football and make any game. The other thing that Ty Detmer was saying is is Austin was leading the backfield. He chipped the defensive end, but he needed to go a little bit wider. He chipped him a little too hard, and that's what got him held up. Here's the call from Dan Romeo, today's referee here in Starkville. Now more conversing. 
after the play was over. Personal foul, defense, number 10, 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. That took a long time to talk about a pretty obvious play, but they made the call eventually, and it moves the chains and moves the ball downfield for BYU. Third penalty against MSU, and it'll set the Cougars up at the BYU 49-yard line. Down 28-3. to A lot has to happen for BYU to get back in the game. But the best chance to do so is likely to keep it in the hands of Tanner Mangum, who's uh, popped it around there decently today. 11 for 16 for a buck 09. BYU's played 12 straight games against FBS competition without getting to 200 yards passing. That's a modest number. The handoff to o- Ula Tolutau. And Ula, veering left, has a couple or three on first down and 10. The Cowbells clang their approval after a short gain, and Tolutau is a little slow getting up, but does. As Pau'u checks out, Elbakri checks in. Jeffrey Simmons and Mark McLaurin combined on the tackle for Mississippi State. Now Ula will go to the team area. So Mangum will be joined by Elbakri, Hifo, and Trinneman in the backfield. So they've thrown a couple of wide receivers and a fullback around Tanner. And MSU's got a player coming off the field late holding his left arm so a brief delay to get that player off the field. It's second down and eight for BYU. They're on Bulldogs' side of the field here at the 49-yard line. So Mangum in the gun. Now he's got just Elbakri to his right hip. They put out Trinaman and Hefo left and two wides to the right on third, second down and eight at the MSU 49. Bulldogs 28, Cougars 3. They vacate to make it empty for Mangum. Mangum settling in a pocket that holds deflection, and the deflection causes the ball to go behind Aleva Hifo on the crosser. It's incomplete behind Aleva, and third down and eight facing BYU at the MSU 49. Yeah, that's too bad that that ball gets tipped because that's one of the plays, uh, another one of those plays that I think will be successful for BYU using that slot receiver and crossing underneath those linebackers. You catch the football, you make one guy miss, and it's a big play. Fans at Ken Garf Volkswagen of Orem, they're excited to announce their new dealership will be opening its doors in November. Visit the new showroom floor on University Parkway. Ken Garf, we hear Cougs, third down and eight. BYU four of eight today, 50%. Not bad, but the Bulldogs better at six of eight. Third and eight at the Bulldog 49-yard line. Mangum gun, Ula, left hip. Twins left, twins right. The wide side is the right side for Tanner. A step up and a fire and a bat away right at the marker as JT Gray knocked it away from Micah Simon. It'll be fourth down and eight. And BYU's bringing the punt team on. And Mark, it's early, but you're down 28-3. You're on the Bulldog side of the field. I know what they're trying to do here, punt and pin, but you're going to need points. And uh, I know why. No one, you know, you could say coaches don't do it this early, but uh, they're going to punt it away here on a fourth and eight. And I realize the score the other way, and you're hopelessly out yep. of the game. And right now you're probably saying we're still in this thing, so they'll punt and pin to the 10-yard line where Donald Gray awaits. That kick is away. A floater will drop into the arms of Gray at the 8-yard line. So punt and pin is the mode, and now the defense has to do its job facing the Bulldogs against their own goal line. We'll take a timeout. 9.21 to play here in the third. 28-3, the Bulldogs lead BYU. Cougar defense back out on the field, and we'll see what they do next. Here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin BYU Sports Network. KBYU FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. 
Fans, you can enjoy your getaway with a stay at the Provo Courtyard by Marriott. Minutes away from the BYU campus, the MTC, and outdoor fun. You'll be happy you chose the Provo Courtyard by Marriott. And the BYU football team hotel is the Courtyard by Marriott in Columbus, Mississippi. Here we are in Starkville, about 25 miles away on the sunny Saturday. BYU's fortune's not so sunny right now. They're trailing MSU by a score of 28-3. Bulldogs lead it. They have a first and 10 at their own 8-yard line. So a 92-yard field facing Fitzgerald. And the maroon-clad home team, Eris Williams, is the lone setback. Fitzgerald in their center for one of the few times today. They fake fly sweep. They hand off Williams, and Williams bounces off tackles at the line, or would-be tacklers at the line, and the shuts it out to the left for a gain to the 13-yard line, a five-yard gain where not a, look, a lot looked to be there yeah, on first down. nothing there. Again, they just drive and drive and keep those feet going. Uh, BYU's defenders are just fighting off those linemen, fighting off the linemen, and can't get rid of them in order to get to the back. Second and five at the Bulldog 13. Ball between the hashes. Fitzgerald again under center. So a new look here on back-to-back downs. A predominantly shotgun team. They'll hand off Williams, a sidestep, and a loss of one or two on the play. So BYU may get a three and out here on that punt and pin. If they get the job done here on third down and longish, Sione Takitaki with the tackle. Yeah. Haven't seen too many times where the Bulldogs have been backed up inside their 20 and had the punt today, Mark. Yeah, they haven't had to. And, uh, okay. Butch did a nice job. Butch Pau did a great job of eluding the tackler, the center that time and was face-to-face with a running back. And that's when he had to move, alter his direction right into Takitaki. So a nice combination of those two outside backers. It said no gain, making it third down and five. Eris Williams, the right hip back for uh, Fitzgerald now in shotgun. Snap to Nick. Pull away from Williams and a bat down at the line. And MSU for the first time today will punt it away deep in their own territory. Kesney Tausinga with a deflection at the line of scrimmage. And that punt and pin does its job and the defense does its job. And BYU gets the ball back in good field position. So still trailing at 28-3. BYU gets the ball back, Nate. Yeah, as a power turner, this is what you love because you know the punter is going to try to kick it as far and as high as he can. Usually that ends up far. You're going to have a lot of space. So Mike Shelton looking at his lips right now. Logan Cook will punt it away. Michael Shelton awaits between his 40 and 45-yard line. The second punt of the day. But the first one was a beauty by Cook. It was 57 yards. This is also beautiful. Into a bit of a win. Shelton back to his 35-yard line. Makes the first guy miss, but then as he came to the boundary, the second and third guy swallowed him up. No gain on the return and a timeout on the field. BYU from the 34-yard line facing a 66-yard field with 7.52 to play. Following a 32-yard punt, it'll be BYU first and 10. After this, a 52-yard punt. Beg your pardon. 52 on the kick and BYU first and 10 next. Here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to BYU Football. Let's head back to the Gunther's broadcast booth. Text COMFORT to 88588 for 10% off your next Gunther service. Alongside Mark Lyons, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Let's check in with Jason Shepard for a quick scoreboard update. In the third quarter, 13.30 to go. Number 17, Michigan leading at Indiana by 10. The score, 13-3. Now back to Starkville and Greg Rubel. Chef, thank you. We have 7.52 to go in quarter number three, and BYU's got three on the board, trailing at 28-3. Tanner Mangum shotgun. Ula Tolu Tau is the back to his right hip. They motion Bo Tanner, and a little shovel to Bo. Bo running from left to right, and that right end around gets two yards to the far side of the field to the 37, second down and eight for BYU. Uh, so that does count as a pass as he tosses it out there to him. 
And Bo Tanner has good speed. We saw that last week when he caught that little screen pass and was able to get up field in a hurry to make that first down called back. But don't think we'd seen Bo till that play, and he'll stay in yeah, for the second down right. eight. He'd been dealing with a tender hamstring, and his availability was a little bit in question today, but he's out there now, part of Twins to the left. The handoff is to Ula Middle, and Ooh, Ula too bad. wrapped up one, two, three guys. Grab him. Des Harris first in on the tackle, and he is swarmed under on a second down and eight. Short gain of a couple. It'll be third down and six coming up for BYU with 7.07 to go in the third, and BYU down by a score of 28-3. to three. Today's game brought to you by America First, Utah's number one credit union. Join America First and be part of a winning financial team. Go to AmericaFirst.com for details. And go Cougar. The Cougars huddle and break that huddle with the play clock under 20. Kifo and Tanner to the left. Simon to the right. I beg your pardon, another way around. Simon left and the other two to the right. And Pistol. Al Bakri is the back behind Mangum who makes a call at the line. At three, the ball is snapped. The handoff into the belly of El Bakri. And on third down and six, a play that gains two with the fullback. Hmm. And they're walking off the field like they didn't expect that to work. And there they go. Well, that's, uh, you're down 25 and you're third and six. And you hand it off to a fullback who gains two. And then just jog off the field like that was that. And that may be that today. 6.05 to go and BYU punts it away. It, it, uh, it, <laughs> and the new punter is in. Uh, Corey Edwards is going to punt. I haven't seen anybody but Johnny Linehan kick it away, I don't think, here the last couple of years. Donald Gray is back to return at the 20-yard line. Rugby to the left by Edwards. Swabbler. Gray bobbles it and collects it and then is brought down inside the 15-yard line. That could have been disastrous for MSU, as it was just a bad play, not a disastrous play. 5.42 to go in the third break again. It's BYU down 28-3 to in MSU football after this here on the new skin, BYU Sportsnet. Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling broadcast booth and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Not enough of these, enough of these today. The UCCU Smart Decision brought to you by UCCU featuring low fixed rates on a home equity line of credit with no closing fees. To learn more, visit uccu.com. Cougars will need a bunch more of those to narrow the gap, which is 28-3 MSU leading BYU with 5.42 to go in quarter number three here in Starkville. Mississippi State has four backs, including the quarterback, who each have at least one run of 11 yards or longer today. So many big plays on the ground for MSU. BYU's long run on the day among three backs is seven yards, and that's Braden L. Bakri, the fullback, who's been treated like a running back today. In a lot of interesting situations, uh, third and nine or a third and 11 or a third and six, and BYU's been running. And so they have a quarterback who they thought would be the answer to BYU's aerial question this year, and they're not letting him throw the ball in obvious throwing situations today, and that's a problem. Yeah. 5.42 to go. Bulldog football back at their own 12-yard line. BYU did do a three and out last time defensively with MSU backed up inside its 20. They hand off to Williams in a nice run of four yards, five yards running left that time. Second down and six for Mississippi State, and there's a player down, and he's wearing BYU white and blue. And speaking of white and blue, first uniform combo of this derivation today. And, oh, man, if it's Fred Warner, that is their leader defensively. He raises his knees to his chest while laying on his back. And he's been the guy you can count on game in and game out this year. Dr. Kurt Kimball saunters out, and Fred Warner is on his back. Yeah, that's one that makes you worried because the players started calling for the coaches. 
you know, usually the coaches will see it eventually, but when the players start waving quickly, you know, the probability is higher that it's more serious. BYU players take a knee around Warner on this hot, humid day in Starkville. Trainers and doctors all out. Kalani is out. And, Mark, what's happening right now on the field is symbolic of the season. It's been player after player after player go down for BYU, and coaches are hesitant to use it as an excuse, and, and every team gets hurt. It is true, but the number, the sheer number of important players who've gone down this year is kind of staggering. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the number of players who have missed games injured is around f- mid-30s right now. Two-thirds of those are two-deepers, and a full third are starters, and Fred Warner is up, and the cowbell is playing in sportsmanship as Fred Warner walks off. Maybe not as severe as it may have appeared, as he's going to walk off slowly, but he's not being helped at all. So whatever Fred Warner's dealing with, he may get through this. We'll see. Well, he does kind of sway left and right, but they aren't helping him, so it's hard to believe it's a head injury because they would have maybe held on to his arm to make sure he's able to walk. And he wasn't being aided off. He was yeah. able to walk off. Uh, he wasn't limping noticeably. Under so, his own yeah. volition. So, Hard to tell. Yep. So initially uh, a negative that may have a positive ending there for Fred Warner. Yeah, great sign. Usually when the players wave, it's because they see something kind of disfigured or, you know, a more serious injury. So really good sign that Fred was walking off there on his own. Nate Mickle in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Well, 5.29 to go in the third quarter here at Davis-Wade Stadium at Scott Field in Starkville. Bulldogs of MSU 28 and BYU 3. Hey, BYU fans, after cheering on your Cougars, you deserve a close, comfortable shave with new Barbasol razor. You're looking good, Cougars. You're shaving with Barbasol. Dan Mullen here in his ninth season in Starkville, the second longest tenured coach both in the SEC and all-time in MSU history. And Mullen is one win away from second place on the all-time MSU victory list, trailing only Jackie Sherrill. And he may get there today and is on pace to do so with a 28-3 lead. Second down and six Bulldogs at their own 16-yard line. Eris Williams, the tailback, left hip of Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald, two touchdowns running and two touchdowns passing today. He'll take a three-step. He'll load up and throw near side. Caught for a first down. Keith Mixon running open on the right side of the field out to the 29-yard line. Has Ayu out there trying to get in front of that play, trying to make a play. Uh, he's in that inside zone, had a long way to go to make that cover. Well, the Bulldogs are two yards away from 400 on the day and two rush yards away from 200 on the day. First and 10, MSU at the 28, the official spot. Shotgun snap to Fitzgerald, a pull away, a throw far side. This is a screen that's caught by Mixon, blocked well to the far boundary. That one, I think, actually was behind the live scrimmage before it was blocked. It's an 11-yard gain, and MSU is now at 409 yards on the day. BYU's at 145. And the offensive numbers BYU's putting up points-wise and yardage-wise are among all-time lows in the modern era of BYU football, sad to say, but... That's where we are right now with BYU 1-5 and five on the year, looking to avoid a sixth straight loss. Quarterback keep by Fitzgerald, and uh, <laughs> he and Chaz Ayu ended up kind of meeting in the middle as each tried to fake each other out, and they just collided. Is that how yeah. you saw it, Mark? Yeah, Fitzgerald made a move and then came back, and Ayu kind of uh, was still on coming on the first move. They just ended up colliding with each other. 
That might have been the hardest hit, though, Fitzgerald's gotten today. That's a gain of three, so MSU's over 200 yards. BYU hasn't allowed 300 on the ground in 94 games. Fitzgerald gun. Pull away from Williams. Steps out of one tackle on a second near side and gets downfield. Steps out at the boundary on second and seven. A gain of seven. And two Cougars were left grasping on that play by Nick Fitzgerald. Gawalaku and Pau'u yeah. swing and a miss. One of them's Gawalaku, and he is a good tackler. You know, he gets in their position. I think Fitzgerald is tough because he's got so much leg. So you have to There's get in. There's a lot in. to use on his pivots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you've, you've got to get in tight in order to catch that leg, and he's got that arm out and those long legs, and he just strides away from you. First and 10 from midfield, 320 to go in the third. MSU 28, BYU 3. Eris Williams receives a handoff, starts left and back middle, and he's got three or four-yard run out of that. Clock running under three minutes. Kesney Tausinga, the tackle. The last time BYU lost six in a row was also the last time BYU was one and six after seven games. And, Mark, you were on that team back in 1968. Yeah. BYU won a game and then lost seven in a row. And this would be six in a row for BYU. Yeah. This would be the roughest stretch to start a year since uh, days of yore. Yeah, I was academically ineligible. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> Shotgun snap to Fitzgerald. He'll look to throw. Far flat, open. Yeah. And for a first down okay. on second down and seven, a gain of about seven and a half right. to the tight end Jordan Thomas to the left side. And the BYU player is down and rolling to his back. And that's Chaz Ayu, another linebacker down and lying on his back. And this one looks like this it's is a stinger, I thought. Oh, I know. His hands to the head here, and they're looking at his left knee right now. Right knee, beg your pardon. Right knee or thigh or hamstring area. They're reaching around the back of his right knee. So it's the back of his right hamstring area they're looking at. The tendon area around the back of the right leg. You're just surmising but that's the area to which he's reaching and they are treating. With 2.30 to go in the third quarter injury and ineffectiveness. The stories of this day for BYU. Unfortunately it's 28-3. Bulldogs lead the Cougs and another Cougar down. It's Chaz Ayu, the promising freshman. M- MSU is at 429 yards here in the third quarter. BYU is at 145. And the possession advantage has, of course, been in MSU's favor for much of the day today. And that's where it is right now. Nate, down on the yeah. field. All of those doctors were around Fred Warner when Chaz got hurt. And all of them left Fred, went out onto the field. But good news for BYU. Fred did put his helmet back on. That's he's good. actually on the field. Whether or not he's going to play, we'll see. Hmm. But at least he's got his helmet on and, and looks to be okay. That's Nate Mickel down in our Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. The fewest points scored through six games in the last 50 years with a 55, uh, the 58 points scored by the 1970 team. But through seven games, they had 85. BYU here in its seventh game has 73 points, and so it could be the uh, worst scoring seven-game stint to open a season in the last half century for BYU, unless the Cougars can turn it on offensively late here in Starkville. Those are the kinds of numbers we're having to address, unfortunately, for this year's team. Fred Warner's back in right now. On third down and one, they didn't give him the first down. It's now first down on the third-yard keep by Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald and Fitzgerald moves the chains for MSU. So they called the previous play just down shy of the marker. This does move the chains. The rush yardage for Mississippi State is now approaching 215 yards on the day. It's right at 215. Is that 300-yard day around the corner for the Bulldogs? BYU hasn't had one of those since Air Force did it back in the Mountain West Conference days. Eris Williams, tailback left hip of Fitzgerald, 155 to go in the third. 28-3 Bulldogs on top of the Cougs. 
Mixon motions, part of a double stack to the right. Fitzgerald moves to his left and now throws right and flat open. Harris Williams, 25-yard line, gain of 13. The Bulldogs move the sticks yet again. Diane Gomolaku on coverage. MSU in scoring oh. territory, leading at 28-3. to Yeah, that's what I said. Fitzgerald's just having too much fun. So he's uh, able to make the play fake and uh, comes out and sees a wide-open man in the flat. Just flips it to him for another big first down. Teams don't lose when they're in the 150s in pass efficiency generally, and they're at 151.9. Fitzgerald, 17 for 27, 231, two touchdowns and a pick. He's in the gun with Williams to his right, 115 to go in quarter at number three. 24-yard line of BYU. Shotgun snap. Pulls the ball away from the back. Sees pressure. Throws desperately and is picked off by Gomolaku again. Five-yard line, 10, 15, 20. Dian, 25. Dian, middle of the field between the hashes, 30. Tracked from behind and brought down at the 45-yard line of BYU for the second time today. Dian Gunwolaku. And a flag flies at the end of that play. So MSU driving to increase the lead. And Fitzgerald is picked off for the second time today by number five, Dian Gunwolaku with now four picks on his career to this season. And a nice big run back for Dian. This to 45 or 44-yard line of BYU. And we'll get the call here from referee Dan Romeo. Personal foul, face mask, offense, number 73, after the interception. 15-yard penalty, first down. So the ball will be in Mississippi State territory. So if the Cougars are going to stay in this game, it has to happen with a touchdown, you'd think, on this ensuing possession. They've been given a short field, another big Gunwoloku play, and at the 42 of MSU, BYU football down 28-3, to trying to hang in there. And BYU now in the turnover margin is plus one. Can they make it count? A lot has to get done for that to matter. BYU's plus one on two Fitzgerald picks, one fumble loss by BYU. Tanner Mangum shotgun. We haven't seen Joe Critchlow today, and Mangum's been throwing it just well enough to say, I deserve to stay in there. Can they make it count here with some bigger plays downfield? Tanner looks downfield and throws, skips it to Jonah Trineman at the 30-yard line. Flag after the play, late hit, I think, on Mangum. And this may move the cha- move it even further into MSU territory. Flag was thrown after the ball was out, I thought. There are flags on the play. Personal foul, roughing the passer, defense, number nine, 15-yard penalty, first down. Diane Gomoliku has 105 yards in INT returns today. Yeah, and that's where, you know, at halftime, that's what I was saying, is to get him to throw the football because he's erratic enough that you can get a pick, stop the drive, and end up with positive field position. And only Fitzgerald's error there keeps BYU in the game. If, if the, the Bulldogs go up 31 or 35-3, to 3, it's over, right? If BYU uh, yeah. makes it 28-10 to 10 here, they keep hope alive into the fourth quarter. That's a huge play by Fitzgerald. And he threw under some duress one of the few times he's been pressured today. And the pressure caused the pick. Not a great throw, and he was being onrushed. Aleva Hifo is in the slot left. Twins either side. Shotgun snap Mangum. Elbakri blocks. Tanner loads up. Throws on the seam, and it's a touchdown to Aleva Hifo. Mangum's pass is complete for a touchdown to number 15. The route, guys. It was a great route. Yeah, and that's that slot position. That slot man against the safety. He comes up there playing man cover. He gets the inside step, takes it to the post. And Tanner Mangum throws the ball out in front. All it had to do was catch and carry. We'll call that our State Farm drive of the game. It's sponsored by State Farm. Learn more by calling an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. Touchdown making it 28-9. The PAT to make it an 18-point game heading into the fourth quarter or close to it. Almond on for the PAT. 
Fowler will hold. The snap is good. The hold is good. The kick is up, and it too is good. BYU makes it 28 to 10, and things get just a little bit interesting now. As Mitch Harris had the long snap, Matt Foley just hasn't been part of the plan since his injury this season. He had another guy to be hurt for BYU. So, 27-yard touchdown pass, Mangum to Hifo. And for Aleva, that's touchdown number one of this year and his career. 28-10, that Nick Fitzgerald pick thrown changes the complexion yeah. of the game. They're going to run away and hide, you think, if they score on that last drive. Instead, BYU makes it. It's an 18-point game. It's still three scores, but manageable now heading into the fourth. Credit the offensive line that time because uh, Tanner waited and waited and waited. He was able to look downfield, and there was no pressure getting to him on that particular play. Man cover, no safety. So that's the right choice also. Go to the slot receiver on that inside post. Goes without saying it would be a most impressive comeback. <laughs> but even just to this point, that, that breath of life shows me a little something about these guys. What will they do now with 44 seconds to go in the third quarter, trailing at 28 to 10? So what you want to see, some life, a spark, a shot, you know, and... Could that not have happened on one of those third and nines? I, I think it could have, you know. BYU's played so conservatively throughout the course of the day they can't afford to now. They'll go deep on the kickoff, short but deep. It'll be a five-yard spot, five-yard line spot for Keith Mixon. Mixon, 20-25. The wall's out, out and the Cougars recover! A touchdown and a forced turnover. And from the 28-yard line, more signs of life. The Cougars force the fumble, and they've got it. Late in quarter number three, Akile Davis with the fumble recovery. And that's how these things have to happen. BYU's now plus two in the turnover margin. Three Mississippi State giveaways. They're the only things keeping BYU hanging around, but hanging around the Cougars are. 37 seconds to go in the third quarter. And the Cougars already in scoring territory. Can they flip this thing around when it seemed to be all but done the other way? Tolu Tau and Bracken Elbakri are a wingback and a tailback in inverse order. The wingbackers left, the wide receivers are right. They're pistol with Mangum. Snap Tanner. Throws far side. Screen complete. Just inside the 30. A yard or two is all the Jonah tournament. 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. Mississippi State 28 and BYU 10. But this game has flipped for the time being on two huge MSU giveaways. A pick to Gunwolaku, a fumble on the kickoff return. That's our final play of the third quarter. The Cougars will look at a second down and eight from the 27 of Mississippi State when we come back for quarter number four on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.